This is a Federal News Network podcast. Forty industry executives recently embedded themselves into the Coast Guard for a year. The project is called the Coast Guard Industry Academy, and this year's is the second time around. It's organized by a group called the Washington Homeland Security Roundtable. Joining me in studio with the whys and wherefores of the program, the Roundtable Director, Kay Olive. Ms. Olive, good to have you in. Good morning. It's delightful to be here. Tell us about the Roundtable, first of all, the umbrella organization for all of this. Certainly, Tom. The Roundtable was started at the request of a couple of seniors at DHS after the inception to help fund a group to um, link industry in DHS and help industry better understand what was going on at DHS with all the combinations of agencies and, and the new folks there and how could we better understand the mission, be better partners, be better advocates. So it's not really a trade group exactly. It's more people that volunteer to be able to advise DHS? kind of a combination of both. We do a monthly meeting and bring in some seniors from DHS to talk about particular mission sets. It's more of an educational focus, but then also that allows the industry execs to come back and be a better partner as well as a better advocate. And how many members do you have? How many member companies? It varies. Typically, we're in the high 20s. So it's not a gigantic, broad type no, of coalition? No, deliberately not. All right, and tell us about the Coast Guard Industry Academy. It was caught our eye because the Commandant, Admiral Schultz, was actually a part of the opening of this year's class. Yes, and actually, um, this is the second time we're doing it, as you mentioned. The goal of the Coast Guard Industry Academy is to take a select group of industry executives at senior levels, embed them in a variety of programs across the Coast Guard so that they actually learn what the mission is hands-on. They allow us to view a lot of training exercises and participate in a lot of different areas. This year, we'll start out at headquarters. We visit um, the... Coast Guard Shipyard in Baltimore. We go to Tracing Cape May, which is their training center. We'll go to a variety of other locations as well. And so the people actually step aboard Coast Guard vessels, too, it looks like. And airplanes and helicopters. Absolutely. And the people that participate from industry, these are not the business development people or the junior marketing type folks, is it? No, you'll have some business development folks, but it's typically more the executives that run that area. We'll have a lot of program management folks. We'll have engineers. We'll have scientists, um, senior executives. It's a pretty broad group of participants. And how much time do they spend over the course of the year in total with the Coast Guard? Off and on, um, we'll spend three days in the first session, three or four days the second session, a week the third one, and then about another four days to close out the program. And is it mostly the Coast Guard talking to the industry or the other way around? During the day and during the actual program, the Coast Guard is presenting missions or involving us in training exercises or providing demos on things for inland waterways or ports of entry or um, Gulf Coast operations, that type of thing. What we do find is that we we tend to build a tremendous level of relationships, and a lot of the conversations over breakfast or lunch or dinner with the Coast Guard officers and the industry execs will be a great deal of sharing. So it tends to go both ways, but the actual program itself is the Coast Guard involving us. 
And what about the rank-and-file Coasties that might be aboard? Do they get to talk to industry also? Oh, absolutely. During the first program, we actually took went out to sea for two days on the Eagle, the tall ship of the Coast Guard. And so we mixed with the staff and were able to you know, help with ropes and pulleys and et cetera. This is a sailing vessel. Yes, it's a sailing vessel. So it was a tremendous opportunity. And we will work with all levels of the Coast Guard at every program. We're speaking with Kay Olive. She's director of the Washington Homeland Security Roundtable. And the first time is three days. So there's evenings then spent also. So it's really a way to kind of get in deeply, the psyche almost of the Coast Guard, sounds like. Yes, yes. And actually build relationships and people you can go back to later with questions as industries working various programs with the Coast Guard, it's, it's very helpful to have one you can reach back to and say, what about this? Help me understand such and such. Help me know where to go for this, whether it's an IT issue, it's an equipment issue. Um, and so it helps build those relationships. But it also, the long-term goal is it builds a tremendous appreciation for the Coast Guard of the United States, which is really, truly the preeminent Coast Guard in the world. Now, from a procurement standpoint, if you look at the Coast Guard, they buy across the board everything from, as you mentioned, shipbuilding contracts to supply contracts and oil and additive manufacturing to maybe make a new divot or something, or davit, I guess, would be the right word (laughs) on board. And give us a sense of the types of companies that are participating in terms of what they supply. Absolutely. We will have IT companies. We have barge companies. We have companies that work with them in the ports. We have shipbuilders. We have um, airplane companies. We have just a tremendous variety of folks across the gamut of what the Coast Guard mission sets include. Now, what happens if there is a pending acquisition that's under source selection study at that point Mm -hmm. when you really can't have those discussions if you're part of the source, if you're one of the bidders? Is there some mechanism to make sure that those discussions don't come up? We do not discuss procurements at all, ever. That's one of the caveats of the program to protect the Coast Guard, but it also protects the industry execs as well because the last thing they want is to be disqualified from something. So we do not discuss that. And if there's something that they are going through currently, um, again, the industry execs, we as the roundtable make it very clear to them that these are not procurement discussions. These are mission discussions. These are understanding educational sessions, not procurement related at all. And do you have plans to extend this to other parts of Homeland Security, like CBP might be interesting to travel with, mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe a little bit little scarier perhaps in some situations, or FEMA or even TSA? Maybe you could help them rifle through some luggage. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Uh, we actually, the first program we ever did was the Border Patrol Industry Academy. We did that in 2015. It was a very successful program, and we did the same type of format, a few days at headquarters, and then travels around the country, concluded with a week in trainee uniform at the Border Patrol Training Academy in Artesia, New Mexico, in the dead of summer. So you can imagine how exciting and fun that was. Yeah, for some um, of those uh, out-of-shape executives, they might have <laughs> lost a little weight there getting out there in the hot desert. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a great experience. We are hopeful of doing that again sometime soon. Uh, the Border Patrol's had a little bit going on the last couple of years. We have done shorter types of programs with TSA and are looking at some a variety of other ideas right now. And so being in the Homeland Security, does that mean Homeland Security, when you mentioned Roundtable, does that mean Homeland Security as a department or all of the enterprises that might be outside of the department 
that are part of the Homeland Security Enterprise with a small H and a small s. Tom, we would not exclude anything. We've done programs from time to time with Homeland Defense um, as part of DOD, but our focus is primarily DHS. It's such a huge agency and has such a broad scope and depth of mission that it really is a great deal to cover. Kay Olive is director of the Washington Homeland Security Roundtable. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.